everyone. Welcome back again to another episode of the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast. I am Juwan Arrington, and we are back here with another amazing person here in the Quad Cities who was doing amazing things. And this is actually going to be uh, the start of a new kind of a mini series here on the podcast because uh, the 100 Series is teaming up with uh, two very cool people. You may have heard them on the podcast in season one, Tony and Haley. Well, now they are teaming up with some businesses here in the area to help them out in the aftermath of COVID-19. They're calling it the Rebirth Project. And they have about six businesses that they're helping out through this Rebirth Project. And we have one here with us today, uh, that is Fat Sacks. I have the owner, Rhea Vrana, here with us. Rhea, how are you? Hi, friends. I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> excellent. Doing very excellent. Again, thank you again for uh, taking time out of your day to uh, come hang out with us. Yes, thank you for having me. <laughs> cool deal. So before we get started, go ahead and just tell everyone who is listening or watching right now exactly who is Rhea Vrana. Okay, well, um, I am a small business owner. I am the owner of Fat Sacks in downtown Davenport. Uh, we operate like a food truck. Um, basically, all that means for us and you is that we have limited hours. Um, we have about a 16-item menu. Um, we like to keep things fresh, and we just kind of run off... Um, sorry, um, we just are uh, a smaller business. I don't know what to say. <laughs> That's cool. So, and, and you are a chef, correct? Yes. So let's talk about that first. What got you into the culinary arts? Um, I was a bartender and like a server for a really long time. And then um, I went vegan and I started messing around with okay. all these like crazy flavors and trying to, you know, create something out of nothing. <laughs> and um, it led me to the idea of going to culinary school. So I started at Scott Community College and went to their culinary program for a little bit. Um, and then I kind of just worked my way through a couple of really cool restaurants. And then it led me to where we are now, which is Fat Sex. Very cool. And before Fat Sex, um, you were at another restaurant here in town um, mm -hmm. that unfortunately was affected by last year's flooding in Rome. Uh, yeah. So, and then, because uh, I was actually, about the time when I met you for the first time was your, uh, you had the temporary spot at Oh So Sweet. Yes. And, yeah. So talk to talk about how all that came about. Um, so the downtown Davenport community, um, super solid. Tiffany was a friend of mine just from working, you know, um, the restaurant that I was at previously, which was Bass Street. And, um, she had reached out and was like, what do you need? What can I do? How can I help? And she offered me a job and I took it. Absolutely. Um, she is a incredible business owner, woman, and leader. So being there, uh, I learned a lot in a short amount of time too. So um, it was super fun. It's a completely different world, I feel like, baking to cooking. So it was really nice to be in that environment as long as I was. And how long were you there? Boy, I want to say like two to three months. Um, I know everything happened with the flood around um, – May 1st and that's kind of when I was like I don't have a job anymore so um she reached out pretty immediately and then we opened fat sacks in July so 
wasn't a long time, but she's still a good friend of mine and I love her. I try to go there as much as I can. So it's fun to be able to work multi-events. So I feel like in a way I've never left. <laughs> so you said you, you opened up FastX in July. So that's, that's almost a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've had a lot of different changes and faces in that amount of time. We started out um, doing pop-ups and then uh, the owner of Kilkenny is Andy and his wife, Steph. They're super cool. Um, they reached out to us with a spot. So it went from doing pop-ups and then it went to us trying to find footing and, you know, doing what we wanted to do, but trying to meet their, you know, environment at the time. Their kitchen is mostly, um, they're crowded basically as a lot of college kids and a lot of late night snacks and stuff. So we came in there wanting to do some higher end, um, I don't know, higher end uh, restaurant style stuff. And then we kind of had to alter our menu. Like they want fat food, they want snacks, you know? So we just grew from there instead of being the 8 p.m. until 1 a.m. late night restaurant, we've kind of found a, a balance to do what we want to do, which is super weird and fresh. And then also be like, let's put a fat sex spin on it. So. Cool. So let's talk about then the whole name fat sex. Like, so where did that come out? Is it just because of the, the you know, the, out of your foods and their snacks or, or, or what was the, the mythology or the, the methodology? Um, I, to be honest, it was like a, a collection of stories. It's like, you know, we're chefs and well, I should say, so Armando, Steven and I were all, we all started this as partners and it's like, we all have this name that we have to live up to. And it's like chef and title, you know, and actually behind closed doors, all we eat is trash. You know what I mean? Like we spend all day creating this beautiful food and then off in the corner, we're eating like ramen or, you know what I mean? Some leftover mm -hmm. scraps. So it was just like a inside joke kind of funny. And, um, it's actually in my, it's kind of funny in my opinion. Cause like we put a lot of heart and soul and love into our food and it's actually nice ingredients, but they were like, yeah, it's trash. You know what I mean? Just joking. Like, cause a lot of it is like hefty cheeseburgers and mac and cheese and potato chips. So it's all made fresh, but I don't know. I guess it's just an inside joke on our part, but, um, it definitely started to like the whole raccoon is a trash panda. Uh -huh. Like that was our, that's why we have the raccoon. I personally am a huge fan of raccoons. I love animals. So okay. it was just, uh, they always joked and called me a trash panda. Like I know what I am. <laughs> so. Yeah. I was actually just about to ask you like where you got the, the, the raccoon mascot from. So that makes total sense. I mean, I mean, I mean, even though some of the, I mean, I think hamburgers are pretty wholesome. I don't know if I call them junk or not or trash, but, but I told, I told, I totally get what you're coming from though with the, with the, with the raccoon and with the theme yeah. of your, of your style. Yeah. I guess that you just, you, when you think chef, you think, you know, high end finesse and talent yeah. and all this stuff. And then it's just like, yeah, we can be all of those things, but I still am who I am. You know what I mean? Right. Like scarf out mac and cheese and stuff. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. So what's been the response you've gotten from just different people in the area, customers who may not have been, who may not have been familiar with this particular style of, of cooking before. What's your, what's been the, the response that you've seen? I'm sorry, as far as uh, opinion or what did you say? Yeah. So what's so from different customers who, you know, come in, what's been their, their reaction, their response to you guys? Um, like I said, it's been, it's kind of been all over. We have an amazing following, to be honest. Like every single person is, um, 
been a great support. <laughs> it's a very well-rounded group. A lot of people have questions on, you know, why a raccoon? You know, it's kind of a filthy animal. No, it's not. It's perfect. And there's also people who, you know, why don't you do this? Or why are you open, you know, longer or later or more days during the week? And um, I guess we've tried to do our best to please as many as we can as we are still people. And we are still, up until recently, we have been a team of three you know, and we, we work really hard, really long days. And we just try to let that come through with everything that we do is, um, people's opinions, questions, support. It's what fuels us. So that's kind of what keeps us going. I did and, I answer that. Is that oh, yeah. really? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you said that you're, you guys are, are mobile, correct? We are not mobile. Is okay. That yeah, no, um, so we we try to, we do everything in disposables um, and eco-friendly items, so I guess the food truck part is more of like, it's meant to be enjoyed mobile or multiple times, you know, so it's like we create, we have two walk-up windows, so you walk up, you get your food, you can go outside and socialize with your friends, or, you know, again, we started with pop-ups, so we kind of try to take that concept indoors, and um we would love to be mobile. We've toyed around with the idea a million times and maybe as we grow, we can be, but you know, we still like doing different pop-ups and stuff, but we are uh, a brick and mortar foundation and we are in downtown Davenport on third and Harrison. So. Very cool. And with uh, recently with everything that went down with COVID-19 this year, how were you guys affected by that with, with everything or, or how did you guys adjust your, your format, so to speak, uh, when that came around? Uh, we changed everything. Uh, I mentioned before, we were, like, our hours were from 8 p.m. until 1 or 2 a.m., and after St. Patrick's Day, which was on, um, I believe, March 15th was our last day in service, and then we took a two- to three-week break just to make sure that everybody was safe and healthy and trying to figure out how to get our heads on straight, you know, um, we didn't have a backup plan. We don't have any other jobs. This is our whole life. And we put a lot into it over the year and we were just starting, you know, pick up a little steam. So we, after two weeks, I'm just like, I, we can't do it anymore. We got to make a move. We got to try something. So we did that. We changed our hours from 11 to seven, oh. 11 to four. And, um, the response was epic. Like we started doing takeout services and, um, the curbside, definitely we might not be here today you know had we not pushed through and tried to adapt to that so um I tried to look for a silver lining in it I guess you know so we're making the best of it and I know that a lot of businesses around us were struggling and you know everybody talks to each other it's a, a small but large industry and it's like how are you doing can I, you know, can I, I personally, as a business owner, tried to promote, you know, my friends around me and take on like the more the merrier, like we're in this together. Like, can I buy gift cards for you? Do you want to do a trade? Do you want to feature something this week? And that seemed to work out well. Yeah, and I've seen that a lot too, you know, over the last couple of months, just seeing so many people from the community going out and doing that, buying gift cards and yeah. you know, different businesses teaming up to support each other. It's, mm -hmm. it, it's been very, very cool to see how much people care about each other and how much they want mm -hmm. to see people you know, succeed despite the hardships that you know, were around. These are, I mean, everything about 
this time period has been, you know, stressful and scary and nobody knows, you know what I mean? So it's even like this project, that's why that's so cool. You know what I mean? People that, um, you've met in passing or coming out of the woodworks, you know, to help support and promote and just bring everybody together. And I absolutely love that as awful and unsure as these times are, it's almost like the slowing up has also helped like bring to light a lot of important people and entrepreneurs, creators, small businesses. So I think that again, that has been a positive that's come from it. And speaking of the project, how did you guys, uh, get together with, with Tony and Haley. How'd you guys meet? So Haley, bless her, trained me uh, some years ago and um, I had zero coordination, but I love her as a person. I worked with her brother and I just think that they're some of the coolest people. Like I'm, wish I had like little finger pom-poms cause I'm just in the background cheering for her. And I think it's really cool that they put this whole thing together from so many different types of people. It's nice. I love them. Yeah, and um, we'll go ahead and we'll throw up a picture of the shirts that Tony and Haley are selling. They look pretty cool. It's like a like a like a take on a tarot card. And it's I, I don't I love it. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know too much about tarot cards. So when I first saw it, I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> and because it, it looks like like something you see in like a like a horror movie almost. But right. then but then when I started like looking up, you know what everything meant, I was like, "Okay, this this is pretty cool." And yeah. um, so, and all the money from those shirts are going to be given out to you know, your business and uh, you know, several others that are on the back of the shirt, low pies, I believe. Yeah. Like, radical effects. Narcity. And, um, and Port Byron, Port Byron Gym. I forgot, yeah. I, forgot, I forgot what it's called, but it's out in Port Byron. So how cool is that, that you were able to partner up with, you know, such a, such a project and to, yeah. to, to be, to be able to benefit from something like that. I'm honored, dude. Like, it makes me so happy that we were even thought of for this because, you know, you got a couple breweries, you've got a couple of food spots, you've got music, you know, um, art and yourself, you know what I mean? Like even Tony and Haley's gym, that's so cool. I think it's awesome. And, um, from my understanding, they've also created an opportunity for these, these profits to come back to us, but also it promotes everybody. And then you also have the option to pay it forward, which is 100% what I would like to do. Cause I feel like just being a part of this project has been, um, lightning and, you know, rewarding enough that I would like to kind of just take their initiative and move it forward too. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So with that being said, what I would like to do is we have a, a segment on this podcast called the crow's nest. And what that is, it's really a, a, a hot seat uh, for each guest. I have uh, a bunch of different questions. If we are meeting in person, I have an actual bowl that you pick questions out <laughs> of. But since we're doing this you know, through Zoom right now, I have the questions okay. right here in this little book. So what I'm going to ask you to do is to... Pick a number between one and ten, and I will ask that question. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with lucky number seven. <laughs> All right, number seven. Oh, this actually goes perfect with you and your business, actually. Stop it. <laughs> what, what food is your guilty pleasure? Oh, my God. Um, 
ice cream. <laughs> I think that anybody who knows me knows that, uh, well, ice cream, and if we're going condiment ranch, but that's a different topic. So oh, man. ice cream is hands down my favorite. I could eat it breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If I'm upset, if I'm happy, like it's my go-to food. <laughs> Any particular flavor or place you like to go? Any place that I like to go would be uh, Here's a Scoop in the Village. Their flavors are wild. I love their lavender honeycomb. The honeycomb is actually like their um, candy that's in it. It's so good. But um, yeah, for sure my favorite place. I have to say though, I think Here's a Scoop doesn't get enough credit that it deserves because that Ooh. place is so good. I know, I know, the, and- I, I know those other oh, guys well. out there, those other two big chains here in the quad cities they mm-hmm. get a lot, of, a lot of the attention but yeah here's a scoop is like yeah. you guys so haven't they, gone out there yeah i try to promote them every time i can like i've done a couple of like gift baskets and stuff in the past and it's like here's a here's a scoop gift card here's you know what i mean like here's your flavor i don't know i think that um they're like a hidden gem <laughs> very cool all right let's go with the second question go ahead and pick another number three number three what is something that you live by? Something that I live by? Yeah. Um, nothing ever grew from my comfort zone. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm uncomfortable uh, a lot of the time, but, like, I feel like um, you got to trust your gut, man. You know, so if something feels uncomfortable, maybe there's an opportunity to grow or learn. And uh, it's uh, something that I've – learn to live and follow over the last three years for sure. And I think that's really important too, because you have to get out of your comfort zone in order to, to get to where you want to go in life. I mean, if you just stay put where you are and you don't, you know, try or you know, at least open your mind to the possibilities that right. how, how do how can you imagine, you know, achieving whatever it is that you want to achieve? So anything, I feel like you become stagnant and sad and like, that's okay it's not okay but you know um like it's important to grow all the time <laughs> yeah and most of the time at least in my experience is that once i do get out of my comfort zone when i look back i always end up saying to myself you know what it really wasn't that bad yeah <laughs> i agree yeah well yeah that's really cool i like that a lot <laughs> um all right third question uh go ahead and pick uh let's go five all right, number five. All right. Would you rather live on a beach or in the mountains, and why? Oh, man. I love both of those things. <laughs> um, if I had to choose, though, I, uh, I think I'd have to go with the beach just okay. because I would prefer to be under a heat lamp at all times if I could. I don't know why I'm cold all the time. I don't like it either. But the hot sand, the sun um, – definitely does things for my mental health <laughs> and uh i'm definitely attracted to water my spirit animal is actually a dolphin so that all makes sense right there nice. but um i've always been a very high strung person and it's something that i've worked on very hard um in the recent years but like the easy breezy laid back style or idea that i have of a beach in my head is something that i've always admired and tried to achieve so i think that that would have to be my choice. <laughs> but I do love the mountains, man. They're so cool. <laughs> Very cool. I love it. Oh, there you go, Maria. You did it. You survived <laughs> the crow's nest. Congratulations. <laughs> Good stuff. 
Well, now we're going to switch to our audio-only portion of okay. the podcast. So for everyone watching this video right now, go ahead and just share your Instagram, Twitter handles uh, so, so people can find you. Okay. Oh, yeah, you can just go ahead and just say it. Oh my God. Okay. So <laughs> hello, I'm new here. Um, my Instagram handle is at Corgi cooks. Oh, there, there goes Armando. <laughs> How's it going? Um, and then it's just Rhea Verani. You can also find us uh, at fat sacks QC. And I think that's all of them. All right. Perfect. All right, everyone, we're going to go ahead and we're going to switch over to the audio only portion of the podcast. So if you want to keep on with the conversation, go to iTunes or Spotify and check us out there, and uh, we're going to keep on chatting here. So for everyone watching the video, we'll see you soon. Okay, bye. <laughs> Some of the questions that I had for you, Rhea, and I always act to ask this just of other entrepreneurs is, or what are some challenges that you have had to overcome as an, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner? Um, what are some things that, that you've uh, been able to work your way through? Um, I think especially recently with, you know, some of the outside elements that's gone on, um, being in, in charge or in control or responsible for not only yourself, your business and employees, um, especially with my growing staff, I've worked really hard to make sure that everyone's comfortable and happy, um, I think that is one of the biggest things is like, there's, there's no one to blame, but yourself, I guess is one of the things that you take on. And I don't mean that in a dark way at all. I just mean, it's like you, you have to learn as you go and also admit and accept that you're human and you might not ever be right, but you have to make the best decision and the best call that you can. That'll do the most good for everybody, I guess. I that's think been, yeah, I think that's like the, the toughest part too, especially when you're in a, a, a leadership role as, you know, the owner of a business is, you know, you ask yourself like, am I doing the right thing, you know? And at the end of the day, it's like you have to just trust yourself that you're making the right decisions. If you have a good heart and you're doing things with the right intentions, like just, in, in, at least in my opinion, naturally, like good's going to come out of that. And you know you're gonna you're gonna get the right result. I I couldn't agree more. Um, which kind of goes back to that thing on like trust your gut, <laughs> you know. So that's definitely been a major part of this. Is you kind of just have to leap. Cool deal. Now, um, just this past Friday, I saw you guys doing your thing out at um, Wake Brewing. Um, yeah. Or was that one of those pop ups that you guys that you were you were talking about? Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, we used to do those often um, last summer, mostly between uh, Radical Effects and Wake, both breweries in Rock Island. So it was actually so exciting, you know, with everybody coming kind of out of quarantine and just the way that we love low pie. So it was nice to be low pies back in, you know what I mean, Wake, everybody back right. in action and to see human beings on the patio. That was yeah. so fun. <laughs> yeah that was awesome yeah. like and that was yeah that was like like the first big day that people were finally able to to go back out and you know be around people again I mean you still can't really be inside but it's still just the environment just seeing yeah. just how many people showed up 
for, <laughs> for something like that. I thought it was awesome. I personally thought it was super cool. It was my first time being able to go to Wakes. I haven't, I've never been yeah, to Wake. Yeah. I, I'm an East Moline guy, so I usually just okay. go over to Midwest Dale Works. So if you guys are looking for a new spot to pop up, definitely yes. come, come check it out. I haven't been there yet, and I feel really bad because I really need to get over there. Everything looks so cool. <laughs> it's amazing. It I hear really great is. things. It's like a one-stop little strip mall now. So you can get yeah. coffee, you can get your hair done, you can go to the gym, you can get some beer, you can go to a concert, although you can't really go to a concert right now because of Also, everything. tacos. I feel like Jenny's Boxcar. Yes, Jenny's Boxcar. My yeah. friend from old friend from high school, Marguerite, she is the owner of that. And okay. I was like super excited when I found out that she was the owner. I'm like, what? Are you serious? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Super, super good stuff. They're nachos because they get their nachos from Snoop. And okay. Yeah, they're, yeah. And Snoop, it, if you haven't heard of Snoop, his, he makes some of the best nacho chips and salsa and when I found out that he's teaming up with Jenny's boxcar, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, you guys Super are gonna do great. Yeah, you guys, you <laughs> guys are gonna do very well, even if it's just off of my patronage. You guys are gonna, you guys are gonna succeed. Yeah, man, I'm actually now that you bring it up, like I gotta make a day out of it. Like that'll be my next spa day because my girl Kaylee works over at Revival Maine, and then my good friend Megan also works at Iron and Grain. So I feel like I need to complete the tour with the Midwest or um. The MAW, MAU, Midwest. MAW. Right? Sorry, like got my alphabet wrong. But then complete that with the tacos, man. I've heard great things. And also, I like to eat like veg heavy. So I've heard great thing about their vegetarian tacos. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize you knew you knew uh, Megan from Iron and Grain. Megan mm -hmm. is so cool. Isn't she adorable? <laughs> oh, yeah. She's, she's fantastic. I yeah. was, tr yeah, actually, before things started locking down, I had scheduled a shoot with her. Um, uh, but, yeah, but unfortunately, uh, when everything started to shut down and people were really concerned about the, the current situation at that time, right. I was like, uh, let's go ahead and let's put it off until things, you know, clear up. So A little bit. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'm going to reach back out to her here in a little bit to see. We see you, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, um, another question I had is, what kind of like tips or pieces of advice you have for aspiring entrepreneurs or people who want to start their own business? Um, it's hard work, man. It, it really is. But I feel like, and this might sound cheesy, but you know, you do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. I used to use work as, um, an escape, but for like negative reasons. Like I wasn't present. Oh, really? I was just going in, knocking out, you know, nine, 12, 15 hour days, whatever. But that was just to shut everything out. Um, now I use it as like, it's the first thing I think about when I wake up and it's always the last thing I think about when I go to bed, whether it's a recipe, a promotion, a collaboration, anything. And I think that if you, it, it shows through you as a person. So if you're looking to open your own, no matter what it is, um, know what it is that you're setting out to do and don't ever short your brand or yourself to kind of conform or do what others, cause then it's not, it's not worth it. You might as well go get another nine to five job or, you know, anything basically. I think just 
do what you want to do with the purest intentions and people will follow and you'll be successful and you'll be happy. It's the best I got. <laughs> Boom. That's it. I love it. Love it. With that, I think we're good here. I want to call it. Rhea, Grana. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Appreciate you. you. Yeah. And um, definitely looking forward to seeing you guys succeed with FactSacks and uh, definitely uh, being able to get some of this, get some of the benefits from the Rebirth Project. Yes. Come down. I'd love to feed you guys. <laughs> for sure. Rhea, thank you again so much. Thank you. And everyone at home, thank you for checking out another episode of the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast. Stay subscribed on iTunes. Stay following us on Instagram, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all the, all the good things. You know what they are. And uh, do that, and you will know when we're going to drop a new episode. And who knows? I might drop another episode tomorrow or next day. Who knows? One time I dropped three back-to-back, so we'll see. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, you guys take it easy. Love you guys. And as always, fly high. See you soon. Thank you.